Welcome to Marketing Thought Leadership, the podcast that offers insightful discussions on thought-provoking marketing topics. Here's the host of our show, marketing consultant, speaker, author, and educator, and the president of Leverage 2 Market Associates, Linda Popke. Hi, this is Linda Popke, and welcome to our latest episode of Marketing Thought Leadership. I'm here today with Mark Rogers. He is the principal partner of Peak Performance Business Group and the author of Accelerate the Sale, Kickstart Your Personal Selling Style to Close More Sales Faster, and his new book, Persuasion Equation, The Subtle Science of Getting Your Way. Now, Mark, what Mark does is simple. He helps professionals hear uh, yes faster, which dramatically accelerates their sales, marketing, and management efforts to achieve astonishing results. So, Mark, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Great. So tell us, first of all, what exactly is a persuasion equation? (laughs) Yeah, a persuasion equation is really a sequence of ways that you can conceptualize how you can get your target, get your buyer, get your client to yes faster than you ever thought was possible. So like stepping stones across a stream, it's a, a, a sequence of ideas that will move you to yes. Okay, and is that sound like E equals MC squared? Do you have variables in there? <laughs> <laughs> we do. You know, quite simply, what you have to do is you've got to build a great business case. That business case is created with both logic and emotion in mind. Then what you have to do is you've got to add your outstanding credibility. Then add compelling language, multiply that by an intelligent process, and you can almost guarantee yourself success. That's great. That's great. And, and tell us why, I mean, marketers are always persuading other people, and we want to get people to pay attention to our, our marketing programs and to purchase or try or, or look at something. But why is persuasion so important to us as marketers ourselves? Well, here's the key, you know, and uh, Peter Drucker said it best when he said, the aim of marketing is to make selling irrelevant. Ah, yeah, and, and that's a key idea. So the reason that persuasion is so key is that, you know, if sales is king in an organization, and let's face it, you know, it is. If sales is king, persuasion is your ace because what it will allow you to do is it will allow marketers to really make the act of selling uh, irrelevant. So, so again, so, so if the more that we – that we help uh, our, our, our clients and our customers get out there with their messages, the, the better off we're going to be in terms of making those poor salespeople not really needed. But what about at, at, as individuals? How, how um, are marketers going to be more effective if they can be persuasive themselves? Well, if you, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, almost every single interaction is, a persua- is an opportunity to leverage your persuasion skills. So, for example, if a, if a marketer is trying to uh, sell a client on an ad design or a layout, if we're trying to uh, uh, convince our client about a media buy, if we're trying to talk about um, uh, why this campaign suggestion is the right way to go, I mean, this is key. So not only can we use persuasion approaches in our marketing efforts, we can also use our persuasive approaches to market our marketing. Absolutely. And I see that marketers don't do that enough. You'd think that they would because we are trying to persuade others, 
but too often it's kind of like the uh, the shoemaker's children have no shoes. Isn't it? Right. We don't, exactly. We don't it's use always our, the way. We don't use persuasion for our own selves. That's yeah. right. So, so what's different about persuasion today than a few years ago, maybe even 10 years ago? I, how do we do, need to work to be more persuasive in today's world? Well, the, the thing that's different is today's customer is <clears throat> more cynical and more suspicious than ever before. Uh, yep. You know, the, um, uh, the uh, scams, uh, the manipulations, people are on point. So, for example, you know, one of the oft-used techniques is, you know, uh, leveraging uh, what Dr. Robert Cialdini calls the scarcity principle. You know, yep. we want more of what we can have less of. Well, all too often, marketers will employ a hollow um, uh, caution of uh, act fast uh, the uh, the items are running out. Well, <laughs> if in fact that uh, that scarcity is not real, is not true, in many cases it has been proven out that it hasn't been, well, then um, uh, consumers become uh, resistant to that. Much like a vaccine, uh, it inoculates them against that working. So I think what happens now is we have got to be uh, more truthful than ever before, uh, and we have to be uh, an overused word these days is we have to be more authentic than ever before and transparent. I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right because uh, you can't get away with anything. And I think the other thing that's changed is we have the ability to communicate not just to our friends and, and colleagues but to everyone around us and let people know when something is good and when even more importantly when it's not. So anything we say gets amplified by social media, by Facebook, by you know, the fact that we can post reviews. And so if you don't like what a marketer is telling you, you're going to tell everybody about it. Now, here's one of the other ways, Linda. You're absolutely right. Here's one of the other ways that you're starting to see um, how human nature and our response to persuasion has changed. Because uh, here's what persuasion really is. Um, we are operating primarily with a primitive brain. And what happens here is in postmodern life, we are overwhelmed with information. You and your listeners know this better than anyone out there. The number of advertising and marketing messages that we're receiving every day, we just get bombarded with. So there's not only that, but there's all this other data. So we as humans, kind of as a self-defense mechanism, we come up with ways to survive. <laughs> and oftentimes these are referred to as heuristics, you know, mental shortcuts that we use to survive. So in our head, we've got two things going on. We've got uh, both cognitive illusions and we've got mental shortcuts, these heuristics that happen. And as these evolve, we try and survive. And one of the interesting uh, developments, which is really wrapped around the persuasion principle of um, immediate gratification, is the new Amazon Dash buttons. Are you familiar with them? Yes, but why don't you tell everybody what those are? Yeah, well, you know, this this is really a playing off um, playing off of uh, this idea of immediate gratification. Amazon has come up and partnered with um, companies so that there are uh, what are known as Amazon Dash buttons. Like for example, there is an Amazon Dash button for Tide detergent. So what you can do is you can get a magnetic button that you can affix to your washing machine. And when you are at the washing machine and you discover that you are out of Tide, all you have to do is go to your Amazon uh, Dash button, press the button, and voila, Tide has been reordered for you. 
And this is one of the, the great ways that you know, uh, marketers can think about their offering. How can you install an Amazon Dash button in your marketing campaigns so you can find the consumer the moment that they are in need, remove every obstacle to purchase, and make that available for them instantly? It's not easy, but if you can do it, you're in. That's fascinating, and, and one of the interesting things that's related to persuasion is we've so persuaded people that they don't even have to be persuaded to move to their computer or their mobile phone. They That's just right. push the button. It's yeah. a whole other yeah. level of persuasion. These days, any barrier to your consumer taking action is uh, is a huge hindrance, and um, uh, so that's why you know having your contact information in your emails or your cell phone. Just if someone can click a link and call you, they will. If they've got to look up your number to call you, they more than likely won't. Absolutely, I absolutely. So tell me, what are the three most important aspects of persuasion that marketers should understand? Well, the first thing I think you have to understand is that um, persuasion approaches are not magic. You know, people will say to me all the time, well, you're the persuasion guy, just persuade them. <laughs> you know, it, it, it doesn't work like that. Uh, and what you need to keep in mind is that if, in fact, the economic benefit in another option is overwhelming, you know, no persuasion approach on the planet is going to work. However, um, if in fact you are close in terms of economic benefit, uh, persuasion approaches can be the tipping point. So that's the first thing I think people should understand. It's not magic. The second is this. You know, we've all heard the line that logic makes you think and emotion makes you act, right? Yes. Well, we've heard that platitude, but we very often – um, we knew but didn't do. We don't take action upon that. Uh, the, the second thing you've got to understand as a marketer is you have got to leverage emotion. So whether you are trying to provoke someone or inspire or awaken or arouse or ignite, you should look at all of your marketing efforts and say, have, do I have a significant emotional component to that? And then the third thing I think that is key that you have to understand is um, you have to be able to um, bounce back and you have to be able to shake it off. I think you know the marketing business is the no business. You are going to hear no. You are going to have campaigns that fail. You are going to have aspects of your initiatives that don't work. Uh, one of the key successes uh, are key uh, behaviors of those people who are incredibly persuasive. Uh, they are resilient and they are able to bounce back. I think that's absolutely critical because you. Uh, I think sometimes we we take ourselves too seriously. We get too immersed in this, and then someone says no. We say, "Oh my God, what happened?" And so what you're saying is nobody's going to persuade everybody all the time. That that's right. And, and by the way, sometimes we too quickly abandon what is a solid approach or a solid persuasive method because we faced a bit of a headwind, uh, and and then we run to the shiny next thing. Uh, yep. Don't do that. Uh, so what you need to do is you need to make sure that uh, you can come on back and take another swing. Absolutely, absolutely. That's wonderful. Anything else you want to share with us as kind of a, a last thought to think about what we should do both as individuals in, in our personal lives but also in our professional lives to be more effective in terms of how we persuade others? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I think my closing thought for you and your listeners today, Linda, would be uh, you have to avoid what I call the persuasion paradox. 
Okay. See, the problem here is is that um, uh, getting the other person to agree or to buy into your ideas, it's one of the most important skills that you could possibly have, either in your professional or in your personal life. However, it is one of the skills, one of the, the things that we think about least. Uh, it's one of the things that we try and develop the least. Yep. And I think the reason is that you know, we kind of fall prey to the notion of we, we say to ourselves, well, you know, persuasion, it's not really a, a field of study like, say, economics or engineering. So we don't apply any intellectual effort to it. And you know, we say to ourselves something along the lines of, well, I've said yes to things. I know people have said yes to me. I know everything there is to know about <laughs> it. <laughs> there, there, couldn't be, uh, there couldn't be a bigger mistake. So I think what people need to do is they need to take a good, hard look at um, what they do well and what they can improve and what is the science out there about uh, getting people to say yes. And when you can, you can help show other people why your way is best. Absolutely. That's wonderful. So, Mark, if people wanted to learn more about your book and what you do, how would they find out more? Yeah, go to PersuasionMatters.com. Uh, we've got all sorts of videos, all sorts of free stuff, and all sorts of information about the book out there. Of course, the book is available on Amazon as well. So PersuasionMatters.com or check for uh, Persuasion Equation on Amazon. You can find all kinds of cool things there. Fantastic. Thank you so much. We've been chatting with Mark Rogers. He's from Peak Performance Business Group, and he is the, um, the author of uh, of Persuasion Equation, as well as Accelerate the Sale. So thank you, Mark, for being with us today. My pleasure. Great. This is Linda Popke. Until next time, thank you for listening to Marketing Thought Leadership. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Marketing Thought Leadership, brought to you by Leverage 2 Market Associates. If you'd like to find out how powerful marketing results can transform your organization, contact us at www.leverage2market.com.